Just give me the breakdown with Coach Zach Willis. Little Tuesday night, first and ten. Little breaking down the X's and O's from an expert's viewpoint. Good evening, Coach. Happy New Year. Good to be here, Phil. Always good to be here. And happy birthday again. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday. You are my biggest honor of being serenaded in front of all those listeners by my childhood hero, Phil Cornblue, and the staff at Sports Talk. I mean, how can you beat it? Poor boy from McCall, you can't beat it. There you go. So let's begin with the, the first one. Uh, the the overtime uh, sensational game between Alabama and Michigan um, really could have gone either way. It went both ways, back and forth. What do you think at the end of the day, besides the fact that Michigan came up with that stop, what, what do you think uh, made the difference for Michigan? Or was it simply that they came up with that stop? I think, honestly, they made a play. Because, you know, they Michigan tried a lot of ways to give that ball game away. Um Special teams was not – it wasn't their best day. They had a losing performance there. Uh, but they have a great football team. And, I, you know, it was a tale of two halves, too, man. I mean, Michigan could, – Alabama couldn't block them in the first half. I hadn't seen Alabama look that bad. Giving up five sacks and a half with a mobile quarterback. But I think they confused him, which kind of slowed him down. I think maybe one time we saw, you know, Alabama's quarterback – run that thing full speed, and, of course, he almost scored. It was a big, huge hole, but ran so much harder. I don't know if he was beat up from the Georgia game or what was going on, but, you know, ran a whole lot harder in the SEC play than he did in that football game. It seemed like he was real tentative. Maybe playing not to lose it. I don't know. But uh-huh. first half especially, you know, Alabama, you thought you could see them come out and use him. It was almost like they tried to avoid using him. And uh, yet they were only down three points. They come out second half. It looks like the old Alabama, which I much preferred. I didn't like facing them. But, man, they used to run that ball right down your throat. And they started doing that, and Michigan couldn't stop. And then all of a sudden, Alabama just turned the tap off and quit running the ball. And um, I I know um, one of the reasons is because of philosophy of their offensive coordinator. I coached against him as a player at Notre Dame. I know what he comes out of. He likes to throw the ball, and, you know, they want to outsmoke. Martin Peoples, not Nick Saban's deal. Nick Saban out-physicals people, and once he beats them, he gives them enough of a concussion, he outsmart anybody uh, and, and plays great defense. So I thought Alabama really played a great second half and just kind of ran out of the gas and options at the end. I thought Michigan's first half was as well played as I've seen since Clemson blew Alabama out in the national championship game. Um, but second half, they, they – if either if they play like that against Washington, they won't have a chance. Uh, I don't think they will, but I think the moment was a little bit too big. I mean, they had fumbled that punt, and were really lucky Alabama didn't cover that thing for a touchdown and put it away right there. So things kind of went Big Blue's way, and probably was about time for them. They've been knocking on the door and breaking enough rules. It's about time they got something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, they showed – you often hear about the speed of SEC teams versus those Big Ten teams. And, I mean, Michigan showed they've got some speed, yeah. too, especially in the backfield. They they can run with the best of them. They they ran a scheme where they brought the safety over on a corner blitz and tackled one of Alabama's receivers for maybe he ran a hitch, ran the perfect route, and he hit him where he stood. And as an NFL play, I mean, the safety play was elite. 
Um, especially again, first half of those kids came out and played hard. Michigan's defensive line played with tremendous leverage on a really good Alabama offensive line. First half again, if they play a whole game like that, I don't think anybody can touch them. Uh, they were dominant physically, and they do have people on the back end of their defense that can run with anybody in the country. There's no doubt about that. I was really impressed with their safety play especially. All right, before we get to the other game, let me mention a note here just coming out. Matt Zenitz from 24-7 Sports reporting that USC linebacker Pup Howard is in the transfer portal, John. So one of the Gamecocks' top recruits from last year's class is leaving. Which again, for whatever reason, um, that's a bad blow for South Carolina. That's a bad blow for South Carolina. Um, maybe they make it up with this class. Maybe they make it up out of the portal, John. Who knows? But good young players that you get out of Jacksonville that you beat a bunch of people for. I mean, a bunch of people for, and you got him and you held on to him, and then he leaves after one year, and he was going to be a starter next year in all likelihood. He was. I don't know, Zach. I'm, maybe there's some personal reasons. Some say homesickness. I'm like, uh, homesickness? I'm yeah. like, you know, and now unless there's a family emergency, I get that. You know, a sick parent or family member, I certainly understand that. Homesickness, grow up. You know, you'll there get over no, it. There ain't a family emergency that a few million dollars won't cure. Well, that's true. And, um, well, I, mean, I, I don't sorry, know if this but, I don't know if this became an NIL tampering thing or not. Maybe it did. You know, people. Hey, if they're with Florida State, I can guarantee you it is. Yeah. And I'm not going to play around here. Uh, they pay and they live by the sword and they died by the sword this year. You saw how long Jaheim Bell it lasted. Couldn't even play in the bowl game. Uh, this they got to get they got, need to go to the Big Brother NFL, NCAA does, and just go to school, man. I mean, have some common sense. Even I know have signing bonuses that are linked directly to these bowl game participations, have tampering rules that are severe. Mm-hmm. I mean, death penalty-like tampering rules. Well, look, you know what? You're going to lose 15 scholarships if you tamper with one kid and we prove it. And that goes for any anybody acting in behalf of anybody, any private business person. If they're linked to that booster club, they're going down too. Yeah, it, They've got to tighten this thing. If it's destroying the game of South Carolina is a victim because – They've tried to do, for the most part, by the rules. You know, Clemson's trying to stay out of it, which if you've got the culture is the smartest thing to do. They'll come out the biggest winner in the long run if they start looking behind the scenes. The NCAA put a task force together, which I'd love to head up, hmm. and said, look, we're going to crack these cheaters down because what they're doing is they're teaching young people to break their word. They're, 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 they're basically saying everybody's got a price, Phil. Everybody's what's your price? Well, when are the fans and, just going to be fed up? I mean, seriously. You well, know, when, 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 when are the fans going to stop 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 um, fawning over these high school players like they do, and they get them in their program, and and then they leave, and it's like, oh well, you know, we'll get somebody else. No, I mean, when are fans going to just work. be be upset enough to where they're like, I'm done. I can't. This is. This is not what I want for college sports. This is not what I envisioned when I pushed for the freedom and I pushed for the NIL, as a lot of the fans did. This is not what I I thought. You, know, you, you always have these unintended consequences when, when new things happen. No, I, I don't think anybody yeah. foresaw this kind of stuff happening. But I want to get you back uh, on the yeah. game stuff because I got to get to recruiting here in a moment. But, again, uh, Matt Zenitz, Hale McGranahan had written about this and mentioned that it was – possibly going to happen 
And now um, Matt Zenitz from 24-7 is reporting that uh, Pub Howard has entered the portal, John, um, and he's out. He'll be leaving He'll be leaving South Carolina. That's a big blow. They've lost Stone Blanton. They, they lose him. Um, yeah. All right, second game. Um, Texas, uh, boy, that, that, that was – and uh, Penix was outstanding. Um, no, Texas man. got a hot lay. What did you think of their – their last drive was was tremendous. The way they handled uh, the time, they had like forty something seconds, I believe, when they got the ball, yeah, and and moved it down into like the ten yard line with a chance to win. Well, you know, you had a stupid penalty that kicked that thing off that gave them some yardage, some cheap yardage with no time. But Quinn Ewers is a gutsy kid, and here's a kid who grew up dreaming of playing for Texas. Okay, that should not be lost on anybody, and he wasn't going to quit for nothing uh, on his team. Mm. And, and again, Sarkeesian's had you – know, he's had to come back from about what alcohol addiction. This guy's a tremendous comeback story, but he's an excellent coach. He's a good person from what I see, and, he, he, and he's got all the money in the world at Texas. These cats are going to be around for a while. They're not as good as they're going to be, I don't believe, if he can keep his staff there, and they've got the money to keep people there. Um the, the big thing there was, honestly, Texas didn't quit and, and made it a heck of a game. It was fun to watch. I think the committee, everything people said about them, they got it right. Mm-hmm. They got the right people in that game, although I'd love to see some way Georgia could have played in, in, in a playing game or something. But I understand that's, going, that's not going to happen anymore because we'll have 12 teams. But Penix, uh, boy, I'm going to tell you, his pocket awareness and his awareness of where people are on the field, I was running plays back because he was throwing no-look passes to him. And I don't mean looking away, but just turning and pivoting and hitting people like you see an all-pro NFL quarterback, not an average NFL quarterback, but maybe those five or six of the very best in the world. That guy is insanely talented and has got a cannon for an arm. Texas somehow hung around, and I'm still not sure how because it looked like a blowout when you watched the plays Pinks was making to those two stud receivers he's got. But Texas fought back, and, and yours is a winner. Uh, he, there are no losers on that field. They came out there and fought their guts out. Both teams played great. Um, I thought that was a much better played game of the two games. And uh, Washington looked like they belonged there mentally. Texas started slow, hurt itself a few times. But at the end, they rallied back and showed what kind of character they had. And their quarterback led the way on that for sure. He's a He's an inspiration to anybody out there, any kid out there that's dreaming about playing at their school in their home state. That's the kind of story that college football was built on. Yeah. Kids like him. The uh, third and 10 pass for 41 yards, that got him down the field. That was, um, you know, they're, they're inside of 30 seconds. They, they caught the break when there was that injury. Player got yep. hurt, and that allowed the clock to stop. They didn't have any timeouts, I don't believe. But it did stop the clock, give them a chance to line back up, wait for the whistle to, for the for the officials to um, to give them to go, and, and they they had it first and ten at the twelve. That's where I don't understand. I think they wasted a play there. He threw a little swing pass to the right side. It was I didn't complete. understand that. Yeah, I don't know what I he was thinking about that there. At all. Yeah, because they, they there were a lot of things you know, these coaches do today. Um, I think that was a kid doing that, not the coach, yeah. honestly, based on what I've seen Texas do. Now, Washington, on the other hand, where is the coaching to say, hey, pop off the field, get yourself off the field so we can keep the clock running? That was a ball game. 
Um, you know, what if he could? Uh, what if he could stop? What if I'll he physically what, couldn't I, get off the field? No, if there, if there's a chance of that, that's fine. But yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you: these kids lay down too easy. Field. You don't have me on here to sugarcoat things. I heard Deion Sanders tell his kids a couple of weeks ago, look, if you can't get off the field on your own, you're not going back in if you're that hurt. Hey. I watched Deion get up with a broken eye socket and his brain bleeding evidently from a concussion he had in a ball game against the Panthers in the playoffs up in Charlotte one night when they beat the Cowboys and kind of put an end to their reign. And the Pack- Your Packers won the Super Bowl that year, Phil. Hmm. And Deion asked a former teammate with the, with the Panthers, I cannot remember his name now, great player. Which which way's my bench? And he said, it's over here. And he said, point me there because I can't see. <laughs> and he got off the field. But that's what we did, Phil. Yeah. That's, 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 that's not unusual. It, but people don't, don't understand, you know, there's a whole lot more to him and all these other guys than just prime time or Jerry Rice being Jerry Rice or Walter Payton or Jack Lambert or Jack Youngblood who played the whole Super Bowl with a fractured leg. And today it's a totally different mentality. And I'm like, you know, we Nick Saban had the last tough national championship teams that would just beat you bloody. And those teams would thrive in what's going on right now. Um, I really, really, really hope we can get things straightened out in our country and our culture because this is a reflection of what you talked about earlier. I heard rave reviews about your discussion um, from some people to be named later. Thanks, Pat. But anyway, mm. you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's, uh, it, it, it was a reflection in that game. There were times where these kids were overcome by the moment. You know, you never saw that out of Trevor Lawrence's recent – in the quarterbacks at Alabama. You know, uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, those guys, uh, Joe Burrow. But, but right now, I, I want to see who's going to step up. Penix, to me, is the guy mentally – it seemed to never sweat. Uh-huh. He never faltered. Will he be that way in the national championship game? I don't know, but I'm going to be watching. This is what makes football great. And like you said about the NFL, you know why the NFL draws all those people? They have games like that every week, yeah. almost every game. Everybody's got like a that. chance. You feel like you got a chance every time. There's still pros there, and I hope to God they don't mess with that league anymore and mess it up because right now there's some great football being played in the NFL. I want to commend them for getting things turned around there. I think somebody said, hey, great job for all the craziness that went on. They got it back to where, I mean, it's nip and tuck every week. And if you don't bring it, you get blown out. So um, I'm excited about the NFL playoffs, and I'm excited about this matchup. You know, Michigan and Washington, two-story programs is good for people, although I hate it. The Southern team ain't in there. We need it to be nationwide if we want the sport to grow. We need the regionalism to kick back in a little bit. Yep. Hey, thank you. Let's do it Monday night leading up to kickoff. You got it, brother. Talk to you. Thank you. Thanks, Zach. Happy birthday. Zach Willis. Thank you. (laughs) Superb. Superb breakdown.